up and driving when the sun goes down the hum of 18 wheels lord that's a lonely sound i spend all day chasing that old white line i've been on the road so long i've lost track of time now you don't Hey friends, this is Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministries, and we've got an awesome program for you. I know you're going to enjoy it today, and you're going to want to get more copies of this, so give us a call, 618-383-2107, or log on to lonesomeroad.org, or you can email me at gary.lonesomeroad at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Now sit back, listen, and enjoy today's program from Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road. Give us a call. We look forward to hearing from you. I keep those wheels turning from town to town. There's so much I gotta see. I gotta look around. I got diesel smoke rolling from two chrome stacks. My address is 408-414. A big blue Mac. Now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive. I have the white line fever to the day that I die. I said 18 wheels rolling on the road, it is my life. 18 wheels rolling on the road, it is my life. CD, or I didn't hear, I, I heard a message called Dominoes. Y'all heard that? This crazy preacher walks up on our platform at church, and he's got this Domino's pizza box with him, and I, I'm like, is it, somebody can pray over a pizza box, that's praying, right? or pre- preach over it. But that's when I sent that to Gary, and, and, I, and I, I told uh, Brother Payne what, what we had done, and he says, and then Gary came to the church, and, and I introduced him to Brother Payne, and, and uh, he said, uh, can we use some more of your material? And Brother Payne says, you can use anything I have for the ministry. You know, this is God's ministry. It's not mine or Gary's or Bob's. Or any, this is the, our Heavenly Father, and we're all brothers and sisters. And I am so proud to be around men of God like this. I, 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 I got to tell you this. My whole church is full of these guys. Amen. You know? And that's because I have a shepherd that his heart is led by the Holy Spirit. And so people kind of just draw into the River of Life Church. God blessed me by putting me there because he knew it's just, I needed a lot of work. <laughs> he put strong men in my life so I could tighten up. 
Uh, one other fellow is Jim Horn. He's my mentor. He stood beside me for almost eight years and helped me uh, and just, just guided me and led me. But more importantly, he showed me what a man of God is supposed to look like. And that's what we need to surround ourselves with. And I'm just so honored that uh, James Payne, when I asked him if he'd come up here, and he said yes. I said, well, you might have 10 or 1,000. I don't know. He said, I don't care. He said, I'll go where God tells me to go. And that's what he's done. And if y'all wasn't here this afternoon, <laughs> y'all may. I've heard this man preach, but never like that before. God just got a hold of this man today, brother. So he's probably hurting. <laughs> but uh, he's brought Mike Manuel with him from Nashville, Tennessee, because he said he figured he had hurt himself preaching, so Mike's going to help him tonight. But what an awesome honor it is for us to have these men come up and minister to us. Brother Payne. I believe we can give Jesus a better hand than that. Again, I'm thankful for Bob and Stephanie and uh, for Gary and Linda and also for Daryl for uh, hooking up the opportunity for us to be here. I like the way the Lord orders your steps. Uh, Mike and I ran into each other last night. We've been friends probably for 25, 30 years. And in the, all the 90s, me and him was battling each other on the, on the Christian charts for number one. And I didn't like him back then. Now, seriously, I think Mike is probably the greatest singer I've ever heard and songwriter. And when he said he would come up here tonight, he didn't ask me, you know, uh, he didn't ask me how many's going to be here. He didn't ask me how much he's going to get paid. He just said, hey. If you're there, I'm there. And that's the kind of people I like to hang out with, you know. And um, we both are just like a lot of people here. We live by faith. We just go where God wants us to go, and God never fails us. And in our travels, we sometimes meet people, and they inspire us to write songs. And this song I'm going to do for you right now and I'm going to try just to do number one songs tonight. All right. <laughs> I don't know if I've got as many as you, but I, I can hang in there for a while. You got to know, man, me and him at Delway, I'll be at Delway's church in two weeks, and, and we're such good friends, we pick on each other all the time. Uh, when I was down at Delway's church last time, he brought all of his awards out and set them on the steps. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's not about awards or number one songs. It's about touching someone with Amen. the gospel of Jesus Christ. When I started doing Christian country music, uh, the people in the church told me I needed to change and I needed to do more praise and worship. And I don't have anything against praise and worship. But that truck driver going down the road listening to country radio, he don't know anything about Jehovah Jireh. <laughs> but he knows Jack Daniels. Yeah. I thought if I could write a song that could relate to what he knew about and then introduce him to Jesus, that would be a great compliment. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. I was up in Chicago at State on State Street, down by the Mission, and I met an old man that had been on the streets there for 12 years. He told me that area around the Mission was called Whiskey Row. When I got back to the hotel, I wrote this song. He was sitting on the steps of the Union Rescue Mission, holding a tattered Bible in his hand. I sit down beside him, and this old man started preaching the gospel according to a drinking man. He said, I've lived on whiskey the last ten years. I've been sleeping out in the cold here in Chicago. Then he pointed to a neon cross. Only two words were written. He said, Mister, this one thing I know. Jesus said, Jesus said, Oh, if he did, I wouldn't be here today. Said Jesus said, Jesus said, and when life and the bottom take you to the bottom, Jesus said. Well, I recall that when I reached for my bottle, began to pour the whiskey down the drain. I fell down on my knees. I cried, Jesus, save me, please. Since that day, I've never been the same. Jesus, save Jesus, save Church, if he did, I wouldn't be here today. Jesus, save Jesus, save and the bottom take you to the bottom Jesus said if your soul is lost look up to that cross all you have to do is just believe cause Jesus says Jesus said when life and the bottom That's my Jesus message for says, me. Jesus, Jesus says, says, and when life and the bottom take you to the bottom, Jesus says. Do you believe that? Say amen. Do you know that for a fact, Jesus says? Praise God. Oh, boy, this is going to be good tonight. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and do a number one. Is that all right? If you got one. Yeah. Well, he's back. 
back in the country again. He must have walked down Music Row with Mink in the rider's pen. You just listen to the songs that old DJ spins. There'll be no doubt in your mind that God's back in the country again. Now we've all had enough of those songs that bring you down. Songs about drinking and cheating and painting the town. Well, I guess something came undone. We got good news in my favorite sound. Hey, he's back in the country and the message is getting around. He's back in the country again. He must have walked down Music Road with Mink in the rider's pen. You just listen to the song that old DJ spin. There'll be no doubt in your mind that God's back in the country again. We've got Craig singing what he likes about Sunday, six weeks in the country chart. And old Ronnie moves us to tears without belief. Yeah. And Carrie tells you what happens when you let Jesus take the wheel. Hey, when God's in the country, somebody's going to be set free. He's back in the country again. Yeah, he is. He must have walked down Music Row, put me in the rider's pen. You just listen to the song that old DJ spin. There'll be no doubt in your mind that God's back in the country again. Always dreamed of a day that the Lord would show up in the songs that the DJ played. He was born in a stable out behind the inn. So don't you be alarmed, he's just back in the country again. Jesus was born in a stable. Out behind the end. And when you hear our songs, you know he's back in the country again. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Wow. And we're definitely in the country. I didn't pass one skyscraper coming in here today. <laughs> but he's right here with us. Amen. Amen. When that song was climbing the charts, I had a little song. <laughs> that was kind of in the charts, too. See, yeah, if, you, see, see if you remember this. I remember the night 
the end of my road. In a motel in Nashville, searching for hope. In my hand was a Bible I read as a child. On the table was a bottle that was driving me wild. I poured the whiskey into the glass And I prayed it would help me forget my past Then I read how Jesus died on that tree And I poured out the whiskey I fell down on my knees And that night old Jack Daniels Met John 3.16 God's word broke the hope That he had over me I traded Tennessee whiskey For Calvary that night old Jack Daniels met John 3.16. How many of you know what I'm talking about? I said, how many of you know what I'm talking about? Now when I see those old friends, my friend, I used to go, they tell me. I'm different than I used to be. They tell me I'm different than I used to be. When I love to tell them what happened to me. That night, old Jack Daniels met John. God's word broke the hope that he had over me. I traded Tennessee whiskey for Calvary's tree. That night old Jack Daniels met John 316. That night old Jack Daniels met John 316. Wow. That's good stuff. Your time. <laughs> That's good stuff. I used to uh, live in Texas and uh well, we'll forgive you that. <laughs> Jim lives in, don't you live in Texas, Jim? I got to tell this story real quick. Uh, I ordered 2,000 cassettes back then. You remember the cassette days? I'm not that old. <laughs> Sheet, you remember 8-tracks. <laughs> I remember 78s. <laughs> anyway, this little mom and pop shop that, that run these 2,000, this old boy had to listen. They could only run three at a time. And he had to listen to each one of them 
just enough to know that it recorded. And he called me in my office one morning about 6 a.m. And he said, he was kind of, I could tell he was kind of broke up. He said, Mike? I said, yeah, who is this? He said, this is Tim, man. You don't know what happened to me. He said, I, and he went through the whole thing. I had to listen to just a little bit. And he listened to just a little bit of 2,000 cassettes. And by the time he got to the end, he was listening to a whole lot of them. He said, man, I want you to know your songs got a hold of me. He said, I got up and I went to church. I got it fixed. I got it straightened out. I never will forget when I went down to pick those cassettes up, old Tim, he looked like a different person completely. This was the song that got him. Packed in a corner, not made of walls, surrounded by failure that taught him to fall. Oh, he's got more trouble than life should ever His wife just left him And those bills are stacked high And this pain in his heart It don't stop when he cries But he knows a great fixer ever Up the sky who never asks questions he don't need to know why oh and he specializes in those old hearts at the end of the line a little prayer a few changes some fixing up and he'll be just fine. Wow. Now there's two sides to every story. So he lives on his. But on the other side, he's got two kids oh and they need a daddy to be there for them each night so he stares at their picture up there on his wall as tears dim his vision, hey, don't fade, care at all. But he knows a great fixer ever up in the sky 
who never ask questions. He don't need to know why. Oh, and he specializes in those old hearts at the end of the line. A little prayer, a few changes, some fixing up, and he'll be just fine. A little prayer, a few changes, some fixing up, and he'll be just fine. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. I'd have wrote that if I thought about it. Well, you probably got a team somewhere. See Tony over here. Tony, wave at me. Tony was on death row, and God put him next to the fanatic. <laughs> Kept telling him about Jesus, yeah. about Jesus, and then Tony's in the ministry now working. Mm -hmm. So Tony knows about that great fixer-upper. Yes, sir. Amen. Thank God. How many of you know about that great fixer-upper? You know, you weren't all that in a bag of chips when Jesus found you. None of us were. Uh, I think I love this country more today than I've ever loved this country. I'm thankful for America. I don't like what's going on in America. I don't think Adam ought to marry Eddie. I don't think Sue ought to marry Sally. That's beyond my ability to comprehend a man with a man when there's all these beautiful women in the world. Yeah. Amen, guys? Uh, if you ever hear I run off with a man, you don't even have to check on that. That ain't, you don't even have to check on it. Uh, if he does, I got a song that'll help him. <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> I started to say something mean. I ought to, I, I, Lord, help Be me nice. not to get in that mean spirit. Uh, I've written a lot of songs out of inspiration, but I wrote this song one day as I got mad. I think it's bad when you can't go to the movie theater without some nut walking in and shooting people down. I don't think it's right when you can't go to prayer meeting without carrying a gun because you don't know if some nut's going to come in and, yeah. and, uh, and begin to shoot. Amen? And we're a better country than that. And the problem is in the church. We've got to stand up for what's right in the church. Amen? We can't let the culture determine the church. We've got to let the church determine the culture. And uh, I got mad and wrote this song. I didn't know if radio would play it, but it went to number one in seven weeks. There's a man down on the corner holding 
been a sign. You know, I think he's right. Says the end time. Saw a newsman on the TV in a Colorado town telling how some madman shot innocent people down. Lord, I hate to think what lies ahead. We don't get back to the Bible, start doing what Jesus said. We gotta pray like we've never prayed before. We gotta fight like a soldier in a war. Take a stand, every woman, every man down on our knees. We gotta beg and plead. We can't give up. We can't give in. Till God blesses America again. I wonder what old Thomas Jefferson would say. He could come back from the grave and talk to us today. Would he tell us that abortion gave marriage his right? Would repent and turn to God be the words of Christ. You know all of this low living comes with a high cost and America needs to wake up before everything is lost. We gotta pray like we've never prayed before. We gotta fight like a soldier Take a stand Every woman Every man Down on our knees We gotta beg and plead We can't give up We can't give in Till God blesses America again It's time to put the Ten Commandments Back on the courthouse square Put God's word back in our schools Open every day with prayer Let all the preachers Start preaching against sin Maybe then Church, maybe then God will bless America again Oh, maybe Maybe then, maybe then, God will bless America again. That's how I feel about it. I said that's how I feel about it. Amen. Amen. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God. Man, you got some good songs. Thank you. I pulled out the good stuff because I knew you were here tonight. <laughs> How many of you never heard Mike Mania before tonight? Look there, Mike. Can you believe that you lived your life and never heard this guy? He is phenomenal. He's an anointed, tremendous singer. 
great songwriter and uh, man, my dear, dear friend. And his wife, Tish, is back there. Tish, wave at me. She keeps Mike straight. Yes, she does. Precious, precious woman of God. If you hadn't met her, you need to meet her before you leave. I met two new friends uh, tonight, uh, Brother Lee Hicks and his wife, Robin. And uh, we've kind of talked on the phone and text, and I'm going to be at his church in the morning at 1030. Uh, wish I could talk Mike into staying over and going with me. We'd have a big old time with me, Brother Hicks. And, uh, and so I'm so glad that he's here and pastors uh, are busy and for him to take out of his schedule and come tonight it really means a lot to me so give brother hicks and his wife robin a great hand for being here amen amen what are you gonna do for us now well you know i come from texas i already said that that's where i was born and kind of raised some of the raising was from texas there's a place uh, there's a road called highway 105 anybody know where that's at Somebody, these are truck, trucker people, right? Some of these? Some of them are. They, they know. They know then. At one time, there's a, there's a spot between Conroe and Cleveland, Texas, on Highway 105. It's about 21 miles long. At one time, there was 21 beer joints on that road. One every mile? One a mile. That's the average. Wow. It was the road you, you didn't let your kids get out on, on Friday and Saturday night. Wow. And so anyway, that's where uh, I cut my teeth on a beer bottle while Daddy played in one of those joints called the Six Mile Inn. Six Mile Inn. Was that the sixth one down on the road? I, I don't know if it was six miles from one end. or It may have been. I don't know. It's uh, over, these, folks, these folks here probably ain't never been in a beer joint. No, I doubt it. Anybody here been in a beer joint in your life, a honky-tonk? Look, my God, look at all these centers sitting <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that awesome? But, you know, and right down the road is a place called Cut and Shoot. Yeah. Cut and, and Shoot. And a little farther down is a place called Security. <laughs> and all these places were real, are real places that uh, represent real, <laughs> real things. But I wrote this song about my daddy singing in this place and uh, called a Six Mile Inn and I don't know what Mama was doing, but Miss, Miss Luna Cole watched me back in the back while Mama, I guess she was dancing and Daddy was playing. I don't know. Thank God for her. But uh, here's, here's a song I wrote about my dad. Every word of it's true. It's called Hearts That Cheat No More. Well, my country roots Go way back to Highway 105 Where Daddy played the Six Mile Inn On a whole lot of Saturday nights Now I was just a little baby In the back room of that old bar So my first taste of country Was Daddy singing your cheating heart now you'll never believe what happened In the fall of 71 We all got salvation We picked up that old gospel gun And now the devil made a fine target And we kept him on the run Cause we found out that's where all those 
cheating songs came from. We stopped singing about cheating hearts. Now it's hearts that cheat no more. But don't be fooled, our music still as country as it was before. It's just coming from a rebuilt heart Fixed up by the Lord So what good is an old cheating song To a heart that cheats no more Now if you weren't born saved You ought to stand to your feet right now And thank God for what He's done for you I said it's just coming from a rebuilt heart Fixed up by the Lord So what good is an old cheating song To a heart that cheats no more Somebody tell me what good is an old cheating song To a heart that cheats no more God. Woo. Pastor Hicks told me when he came in, he said, now I like contemporary. But he said, I also like country. <laughs> Paul Crouch used to tell me, James, if there ain't a steel guitar and a fiddle in heaven, I'm coming back. And uh, yeah. Mike and I and, and a guy named Delway, how many of you ever heard of Delway? Uh we're three guys that, that believe that Christians probably before they got saved drank beer and, and listened to country music. And the best compliment I ever get on my music is when some good old boy walks up to me and he said, my wife bought one of your CDs and I listened to you two weeks before I knew you was gospel. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, by then, the message had touched my life. Too late. <laughs> and so that's what we're trying to do. If you don't understand what we're trying to do, that's what we're trying to do with our music is touch those good old boys yeah. that hadn't had the privilege of being in church like you and I have. Amen? And it's working, too. And it's working. Yes, it it's is. working, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, people are getting saved and yep. people are getting their lives changed. Uh, Brother Delway and I wrote a song kind of making fun of the organized church. I don't know about you, but I get kind of, Tired of having to dress a certain way and act a certain way, and you know, and uh, when when I got saved, uh, it was hard to find a church <laughs> that that did the kind of music I liked. You know what I'm saying? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, they, you know, they did opera. I did Grand Ole Opry. You know, <laughs> and uh, and you know. They like strings, and I like steel guitar and fiddle. And uh, country song is nothing more than a steel guitar and a fiddle, and the guy sings through his nose. That's what country is. In real country, you know, your wife goes to prison, and, and uh, your dog dies, and you lose your job. But in Christian country, your mama gets saved, and, and your wife comes back, and you get a new dog, and a better dog. And, and so that's what we're trying to do is is turn country around. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, we've been accused of crossing over, and that is true. We have crossed over and took the cross over with us. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. And uh, Delway and I wrote this song, and it kind of makes fun of the organized church. Well, me and my old friend, back before we were born again, we were gassing up his old truck, and this religious dude came walking up. He had a Turner Burn t-shirt on. He was breathing out fire and brimstone. He wanted us to come to church, so we told him what was gonna work. They get a fiddle and a steel guitar, Sell the organ country up the choir. Tell the preacher to lose that suit. Get some wranglers and some cowboy boots. Take off that self-righteous mask. Cause you were just like us in the past. Show some love like Jesus does. You might reach a few more good old boys like us. Bar was closed on Sunday night, so we thought we'd give the church a try. It was deader than a two-week grave. I never felt more out of place. Dale was tugging on my sleeve. He said, James, are you ready to leave? And we were on our way out. When I turned and I began to shout, hey, get a fiddle and a steel guitar. Sell the organ country up the choir. Tell the preacher to lose that suit. Get some wranglers and some cowboy boots. Take off that self-righteous mask. Cause you were just like us in the past. Show some love like Jesus does. You might reach a few more good old boys like us. We found a cowboy church. God saved too. Good old boys like us They had a fiddle and a steel guitar No organ and a country choir Nobody was wearing suits They had ringers and cowboy boots Nobody wore religious masks They'd been delivered from the past They showed love like Jesus does God said to Good old boys like us. We got any good old boys here? Well, God still say good old boys like us. <laughs> well, you started this. I want you to know. All right. <laughs> this, uh, you know. It was funny because growing up in church, and believe it, I, I, I've been around you people a long time. <laughs> I've learned stuff that I needed to forget, and I've learned, <laughs> I've learned stuff that I need to hang on to. But it was funny. Every wedding that come through, I could sing any George Strait song. It was just, they loved them love songs. But I couldn't sing none of that kind of stuff except on special occasions. Well, I didn't like it. So I said, I'm going to write me a song that I can sing in church. And I remember, it, it goes back to just exactly what James is talking about. And that is, is that the only thing wrong with the church is Christians. 
What's that now? Only thing wrong with the church is Christians. <laughs> now don't start writing a song just yet. Just hang on. <clears throat> and now what I mean by that, if you remember that time when Jesus stopped by the tree there and told old told the little guy Zacchaeus, you know, come on down, I'm gonna go to your house today. The only people that got mad was the church people. I could just hear Paul and them guys sitting over. Can you believe it? There he is. Look at look what he's doing. You know who he's talking? He don't even know he's talking to. That little runt, that little thief, he's done this and done that. And while they were deciding who ought to be saved and who shouldn't, he's over there repenting. And on his way home with Jesus. So that was kind of where I got this idea and like I said, you started it. And Jesus made the statement, they that are whole don't need a physician. The doctor's in the house tonight. Walked out to his car Oh, he'd made idle threats But never had he gone this far And his crying wife She listened to him drive away Oh, but she never heard What she never thought he might say And here's what he said
Oh, and in the great position Well, he reached down And he set that old heart free I guess he found him a doctor That would work on his heart Even all his bad parts, and when Jesus was finished, you know he. His dearest friend. Thank you, Dr. Jesus. Wow. Woo! Hallelujah. I don't know. I feel the anointing of God yeah, in this place. Yeah. I don't know. Do you feel the anointing of God yes, in this house? You know, we're going to try to finish up about 7.30 because I know you guys had a long day today, so we're going to do a couple more songs and I'd say that for the benefit of those of you that started looking at your watch a moment ago. I didn't want to call you out and have to cast the devil out of you, so I thought I'd just tell you we're good. And, uh, and we've got church tomorrow, so we're going to do probably a couple more songs, and, uh, and then we're going to call it a night. But I, I just, again, have to say how honored we are to be here and, and uh, to meet a lot of you folks that I've never met before. And, uh, you know, sometimes, Mike, when you write a song, you never know what that song's going to mean to you uh, at certain times in your life. And I want to try to find one here. I, I hadn't intended on doing this song, but I hope I can find it. Um, that's another thing about getting old is you misplace stuff. <laughs> Is that what that is? That's what it is, you know. Amen. Uh, how many of you have heard this song? Break up the music. Let's have church. How many of you have heard that? singing it then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I wrote that for Mike Perky. That was the number one song for him. <laughs> and every time I go to his church, he has a little struggling church up there, runs about 2,800. Bless him, Lord. And when I go to his church up there, uh, he always holds up his CD and he says, this Song Let's Have Church Made Me Famous and Made James Rich. <laughs> Which uh, the first one is true. Uh, I was in a airport and the guy staggered out of the bar one day and he looked at me and he said, aren't you that guy on television? I said, yes, sir. 
He had a big old tattoo on his arm that said Diane. And so I decided to ask him about Diane. He said, she broke my heart. He said, that's the reason I'm in there drinking. And so I went back home, and uh, when I got back home, I wrote this song. This is his grandson's favorite song. He loves the music. I was going to write it, though. He's got a tattoo on his right arm. Love Diane in a big red heart. She's gone. She tore his world apart. He's trying to get on with his life, but lonely days, neon nights, telling his buddies everything down at the bar. Now love always leaves a mark. Love always leaves a mark. Ask anyone with a broken heart. Read the tattoos, sit and stars. Love always leaves a mark. Love always leaves a mark. See, you think that's country up to here? God so loved this world that was lost. He left blood stains on a rugged cross. Hung there dying for us, that sky grew dark. On his back there were 39 stripes, nails in his hands, a spear in his side, and his love for you and me was written in those scars. Ask Jesus. Love always leaves a mark. Love always leaves a mark. Ask anyone with a broken heart. Read the tattoos, see it in the Love always leaves a mark. Love always leaves a mark. How many of you ladies have children? Still got the stretch marks to prove. Love always leaves a mark. Love always leaves a mark. Ask anyone with a broken heart. Read the tattoo, sit in star. Love always leaves a mark. Love always leaves a mark. Love always leaves a mark. Yeah. Hey, do Trophy of Grace. That's a great song right there. I wouldn't Thank even, I ain't talking about Trophy Thank of Grace. Thank you. That's all right. I'll do it. Uh, this, this is one of my favorite songs that Mike does. It's called Trophy of Grace. Amen. Y'all listen to this. I believe you'll be able to relate to it. Amen. Hey, thank y'all for letting me be a part of this night. Yeah. Oh, man. That's not it. Hang on. You did that. That sounded like one of mine. 
That's a good one, but you know, here we go. My mama's favorite song. Never was a good man. It was much the other way. I know how it feels to want to give up on some days. I might hold the record for the most mistakes made. But to a man called Jesus, I'm a trophy. No, I don't deserve all this love that comes my way. And anyone who really knows us, James, still can't believe that we're okay. And you may never find. In some old hall of fame But he's got a place to put me I'm his trophy of grace It's just in our nature We like to wander outside of the lines Till It makes its way into our life. Oh, but unmerited favor, it conquers all that sin and shame. Oh, and we become God's treasure, and the devil's prize is torn away. In some old hall of fame Hey, but he's got a place to put me Cause I'm his trophy of grace Ephesians 2, 8, 9 said, For by grace are you saved through faith. It's that not of yourself. It is a gift of God, lest any man should boast. Yeah. That's right. Grace is getting what you don't deserve. Mercy is missing 
what you do deserve. We deserved hell, but grace gave us heaven. We deserved judgment, but grace gave us forgiveness. I don't know about you, but I know where I was when Jesus found me, laying in the hospital bed, a hopeless heroin addict and an alcoholic covered up with a sheet left for the undertaker. And Jesus walked in that room and pulled that sheet back, touched me on my right foot. He said, I'm going to raise you up and you're going to carry the gospel around the world. That's 46 years ago. And I was delivered and set free by the grace of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The reason I'm telling you this is because I don't ever want to come to church and take for granted or assume that everybody is ready to meet Jesus. Because we can come and laugh and eat and have fun and, and enjoy the music, but if somebody leaves tonight and goes into eternity without the Lord Jesus, then everything we've done has been wasted. We've been entertained as Christians, but... Somebody needs to be enlightened to the fact that Jesus loves you just like you are. Jesus loved Tony in that death row cell as a murderer. But he loved Tony too much to leave him there. And Jesus loved us so much that he wasn't contented to stay in heaven. He came to earth to die on a cross so that whosoever, Romans 10, 13 says, calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever. That means everybody. No matter what you've done, I feel the hardest people to reach are those who were raised in church And they think they're okay. You know a drug addict and a drunk knows he's messed up. But religious folks don't know they messed up. I don't care if your grandpa was a preacher. Your daddy was a preacher. Except a man be born again. John 3, 3. Except a man be born again. He cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. I'm convinced that after Jesus comes, there's still going to be enough people in church to carry on. I believe you're right. Because you can be religious and be lost. You can be a church member and be lost. The only way to heaven is in John 14, 6. Jesus said, I am the way, not a way, the way, the truth and the life. And I want you to know, unless you have at some point in your life said, Jesus, I'm a sinner I can't save myself. I need forgiveness and only you can give that forgiveness. 
unless you have prayed that prayer and meant it from the bottom of your heart, at some point in your life, you're not ready to meet the Lord. And maybe you did that, but somewhere along the way, you let somebody offend you or you got cold in your soul and you, you know, step back from serving the Lord and you think you're okay. But let me tell you something, you're not okay. You need to make things right with Jesus right now. You need to come closer to Jesus right now. Amen? And I just want to pause here. I don't give secret altar calls. I don't ask you to bow your head, close your eyes. Because one of these days you're going to look at Jesus just like you're looking at me. And you're going to stand there all alone. Not going to be anybody in church with you. You're going to be there all by yourself. And in that day, I want to know, and Jesus wants to know, I've been to the cross. I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. And if you're here tonight, I don't care where you are. If you're here tonight, Mike Manuel and I are not here just to sing and entertain you. We're here because we know that there may be somebody somewhere that's a trophy of grace and they don't even know it. And I'm not going to ask you to come forward. I'm not going to ask you to do anything religious. I'm just going to ask you if you need to get closer to the Lord or you need to get your life right with the Lord, just as I look at you around this auditorium, lift your hand up and say, Brother Payne, please pray for me because I'm not where I need to be with the Lord and I don't want to leave here the way I came. Is that okay? So if you're here right now, say, Brother Payne, I need you to pray for me because I'm not where I need to be with Jesus. Slip your hand up and let me see where you are right now. God bless you. Hold it up. Don't be ashamed. Just hold it up, Brother Payne. Look at these hands. See, that's why we don't assume anything. Hold your hand up high. Don't be ashamed. Hold your hand up high. Amen. You see, when I get to heaven, I want to see every one of y'all. Amen. I think it'd be good. Brother Tony led us in the prayer this afternoon. I'd like to lead us in the prayer as well. Would you believers pray this prayer with me along with these who raised their hand? Would you pray it out loud unashamedly? Why don't we just stand and pray it? Amen. In reverence to the Lord, just stand and pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I need forgiveness. And you're the only one can give me that forgiveness. So I come to you now. And I thank you for your word. And your word says in 1 John 1, 9, that if I confess sin, you're faithful and just to cleanse me from all sin. Right now, I receive that cleansing, that forgiveness, and confess with my mouth, I'm forgiven by the grace and mercy of God. I am God's child, and there's not anything hell can do about it. And Lord, use me now to reach others for you in Jesus' name.
crossroads of life Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track The preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed Hey drivers, we appreciate you letting us ride along with you in the cab. And you can contact us at 618-383-2107 or you can log on to our website at lonesomeroad.org and check us out on the web. You can listen to all of our radio programs on our website on our broadcast from the past page. So check it out. And if you ask Jesus Christ into your heart, then give us a call and let us know. Broken hearted and lonesome, so long I've been lost. I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree.